Welcome everyone to the Courageous Truth Podcast. I am your host, Eric Lundberg. I am a proud pastor, a proud parent, a proud business owner, and a proud American. Here at the Courageous Truth Podcast, we strive to live courageously through the lens of scripture and build courageous lives in a world that is driven by fear. Tune in today for your dose of Courageous Truth. Welcome everyone to the Courageous Truth Podcast. As always, thank you for choosing to spend a little bit of time with me today. I really appreciate all the support and all the feedback that I've been getting over these past month or two as I've opened up this podcast. Thank you everyone who's listened, subscribe, continue to do so, continue to share this platform and we will see where it goes. Last week I tackled a very serious and very highlighted subject, very uh, mainstream subject that's going on in our world right now, and that is critical race theory. Uh, We're seeing it become prevalent and mandatory now in many schools, in many states. Many states are fighting back against it. I talked about it in last week's podcast and broke it down as best I could in the time that I had, so I encourage you to go and watch last week's episode and really get a good idea of what critical race theory is and what are the results of having that being taught in our schools. Also, I have added a new episode every Wednesday, and that is going to be a book review. Now, I know to many of you who don't read, that might sound very boring, but I believe that books, there is so much information in books, and I think that The key to wisdom is discipline, and reading is a discipline. It unlocks your mind. Reading is very important, and as my first featured book, I reviewed a book called The Faucian Bargain by Steve Deese and Todd Erzin, and they are Christian people, and I take a look at this book and break down everything they talked about. You can go and watch it on last Wednesday's episode. I also have started a YouTube channel uh, that I will be doing the book reviews on. That is a companion to the Courageous Truth Podcast. You can go and find it on YouTube under the Courageous Truth Podcast. Now, this week, I felt like on my heart, what I wanted to do is I wanted to take a look at vision. What I mean by that is I want to take a look at personal vision, what it means to have vision for your life. Proverbs 29:18 says this, where there is no prophetic vision, people cast off restraint. People need vision. We as humans, we need vision for our lives. We need hope for our lives. That's what vision does. Vision gives us hope, gives us something to work towards. Vision is vital to our lives especially nowadays. And I believe nowadays where we've lost so much, where so much has been taken away from us. We need vision for our lives even more. Now, myself, I am a visionary type person. I can create vision out of nothing and create a grand plan out of nothing, but not everybody is like me. But I believe everybody has the capability and everybody has the need for vision. I read a quote a few years ago out of a book I was reading, and the quote says this, Oh, must we dream our dreams 
and have them too. Let me say that once again. Oh, must we dream our dreams and have them too. That is extremely powerful. It has stuck with me over the years. And the more I think about it, the more I realize, you know, having dreams is great. But what happens when we have our dreams, when our dreams begin to come true? And I believe that vision is the roadmap to seeing our dreams come true. The difference between dreams and vision. Dreams is kind of the, at least in this instant, it's kind of the engagement with the imagination, something that is in a place that it's not necessarily attainable, but it's attractive to dream about. It's attractive to think about. So when the dream, we begin to work towards it, we begin to take steps toward that dream, that's vision. Kind of funny, last year, 2020 was the year of vision. 2020, perfect vision. And a lot of people went into 2020 with high hopes that they're going to create vision and their life's going to have meaning and they're going to see things more clearly. And it was kind of the opposite than what we had expected. But I think that the 2020 year was fulfilled, taking place behind the scenes of so many political and bureaucratic policies. We now begin to see what is taking place in the spirit. We now have a clear vision of what we must do and what action we must take. We must pray to shape the future of our nation, our community, our churches, and our lives. When we come back from the break, I want to take a look at some of the practical steps to develop vision and to begin to walk out the vision in your life. Stay tuned. This is just a reminder to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. I really appreciate your support here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Your subscription helps me to know how to create greater content and better serve you, my listener. Thank you for hitting that subscribe button right now. And I'm back. Imagine a world where everyone had vision. I feel that vision is what would help people lift themselves out of poverty, what creates inventions, what inspires entrepreneurs, what inspires young people to do great things with their lives. I I would just venture to say that it would be so much more powerful in my life to have many, many dreams, many, many visions, and maybe only attain half of them than to attain none at all or to attain the few that I set out with. I want to take a look at Habakkuk 2, chapter 2 and 3. I want you to listen to this verse. Now, Habakkuk was prophesying, those of you who know the Bible, Habakkuk was a prophet, and he was prophesying about the time when King Nebuchadnezzar came and brought all of the Jews to Babylon into captivity because the Jews had turned their hearts away from God. But I believe that the principle of this verse applies today. Now, I believe that God had 
obviously we know God had a heart for the Jewish people, that God had a heart for Judah, that God had a heart for his people, and he had vision for them. They turned their hearts against him time and time again, and they lost the vision that God had for their lives. So I'm going to read out of Habakkuk 2, 2 and 3. Listen to what the word of God says. Then the Lord answered me, Record the vision and inscribe it on tablets, that the one who reads it may run. For the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastens toward the goal and it will not fail. Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will certainly come and it will not delay. I believe God's heart is being displayed. God has a vision for us. And although where these people, where the, the kingdom of Judah was and how they were going to be uh, taken into exile was not what God's vision was for the people, God has vision for us. He created us to have vision. I believe God has grand plans for you and God has grand plans for me. So let's break this down a little bit. I want to break down a, a couple of ways that you can create vision in your life. I believe that having vision with God and dreaming with God is way better. And I believe that we're going to be more successful and fulfilled. But let's break this down. Now, I'm going to use my life as an example, but you apply it how you need to. I'm in the middle of planting a church and I'm in the middle of building a business. And I'm going to use those two examples to help us to kind of understand how we can individually create vision in our life. Number one is know where we want to go. Know where you want to go. Where are you trying to get? What do I want the church I'm planting to look like? What do I want the business that I am building to look like? What's the end result? Where's the end goal? Now, with that in mind, ask this next question. What do you want to do along the way? What do I, along the way, if this is the end goal for my business, this is the end goal for my church, what do I want to do along the way that's going to help me get there? But also maybe some just smaller parts of that vision that are easily attainable to make sure that I can, I'm staying motivated. I guess the next one would be is what steps do I need to take to get there? And then third thing we need to do is we need to take inventory of the resources that you have right now. What resources if, do you have? Whatever your vision is for your life, what resources do you have right now? Mental resources, financial resources, educational resources, natural resources. What resources do you have right now? And what ones do you need? What ones are you going to need? There's some resources for my business that I'm going to need. I can't get them right now, so I'm learning to make do without them. There is some resources for my church that I'm going to need, but I don't have them right now, so I'm making do without them. Now, I also have to look at what is practical. It's very easy to dream big and have a grand vision, but is your vision practical? I want to plant 100 churches. I want to, okay, that might not be practical, all right? What about just five? Start there. What's my age? I'm 42 years old. Do I have the time and do I want to spend the energy 
to build a business where I have six fencing crews, five trucks? Is that practical to me? Do I want to go and uh, do business in other states? Is that practical to me? The next thing you want to ask yourself is what is non-negotiable? What are you not willing to let go of? What hill are you willing to die on? Whatever, think about it for a second. What is your vision for your life? What is non-negotiable? What are you not going to change no matter what? And then finally, the thing is, is what do you want to spend your lifetime doing? At 42 years old for me, I'm going to spend my lifetime building a church, building a family, and building a business. That's it. I can't do any more. I can have great vision for other things, but really it's not practical at this point. But it might be for you. Other things might be for you. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to open up a uh, whatever, a shop, or maybe you want to travel. Whatever that is, what's non-negotiable? What resources do you have? What's the end goal? What do you want to do along the way? Think about all those things. So here's the challenge this week. I want you to create a vision for your life. And it doesn't have to look just like mine. It doesn't have to be a five-year plan, a 10-year plan with steps along the way. But I want you to write something down. I want you to write something down in the best way you know how, and I want you to put it someplace safe. I want you to look at the things that I talked about here. And I want you to think and ask yourself all those questions that I asked. What are your passions? Think about that. What are your interests? You don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know. If you don't know what your vision for your life is, take inventory. What are your passions? What are your interests? Just remember this. Embrace the process. Never take your eye off the destination, but be willing to take a detour. Life happens. It doesn't always end the way you want. Sometimes, most likely, it's not going to end up every detail that you can plan out. That's kind of the fun of it. That's kind of the faith of it. But here's what I do know. This world is upside down, and it is wandering lost and aimless. Vision takes courage. The world needs people with vision, and the world needs people who are courageous enough to go after it. One thing that breaks my heart is seeing people who have never had the courage to go after their vision, who never had the courage to go after something that seemed impossible. Everything that you're using right now, the, the phone that you're, you're listening to this podcast on, or the light bulb you just switched on, or the car you just started, or the list goes on and on, was all started by someone with a vision that was willing to take a chance and take a risk and be courageous. So that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that this episode inspired you and encouraged you. Be sure to tune in to the Courageous Tooth Podcast book review this Wednesday. I will be reviewing a brand new book. You can see it right here on this podcast and at our YouTube channel. I appreciate every subscription. Every like, every share, every review means a lot to us. And in the end, the goal of this podcast, like I always say, is to build a biblical worldview 
in the lives of everyone who tunes in, but most importantly, it's get the name of Jesus Christ out there. And that's going to take courage to stand for the truth. God bless you all. I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Courageous Truth Podcast. We live in a world that is in desperate need of courage and in desperate need of truth. My hope and prayer is that this podcast will equip and inspire you to live courageously for your families, for your communities, for your God, and for your country. Be courageous in your stance for truth in a world that has completely abandoned it. See you next time right here at the Courageous Truth Podcast. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button right now. Remember, I am your host, Eric Lundberg. Truth requires courage.